Late Night Conversations. Social Conversations. Let's welcome our A-team guest. Oh, before I do that, because I think Brad Brenzito is trying to get hold of our guest, um, let me inform you that we're going to be talking to Douglas Ngubeni of COSAS, who's the national spokesperson there, and uh, we're going to be talking about uh, what's currently happening with um, making sure that the schools that have been damaged by the uh, rains and the floods in KZN are able to go back to school. I hear about 98 mobile classrooms in KZN, I expected, from the department and we just want to know if this is underway and it will help um, it will definitely be something that will help this children be able to go back to school and straight after that we are going to be talking to Prince Gulungkulu Matebula who is the chairperson of uh, Contralisa uh, talking to us about uh, the 8th of May being Ancestors Day. This is something that they're calling as Contralesa, calling on to government to officially declare the 8th of May as uh, Ancestors Day. I'm sure it's going to be something that you would love to engage on because Contralesa is hoping that this will also be declared as a public holiday. After 11, we get into our closet conversation focusing on family. And today, more specifically, we are asking the question, where are we going wrong with our children? I'm sure you've seen the viral videos of school children smoking weed, school children beating each other up in school uniforms, smoking weed in the schools, um, climbing on teachers. It's just there's a lot of things that we've seen on social media. Where are we going wrong? when it comes to raising our children. That's the conversation we're having with Dr. Bumelelo Ngubi. Social Conversations. Our first A-team guest, Douglas Ngubeni, is on the line. He is COSAS's national spokesperson. Douglas, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Uh, thank you very much, and good evening to all the listeners of uh, SAEFM this evening. And good evening to yourself. So, Douglas, uh, the basic education um, is saying that they are delivering 98 mobile classrooms to KZN schools. Are these sufficient? Because about 124 schools have uh, suffered damage. And I'm sure this 124 schools has more than 98 classrooms that are missing. What are your thoughts on this? Well, uh, first and foremost, let us... uh uh, apologize to the ancestors of Kwazul Natal because uh, we do not know what we have done to them. Uh, but seated where we are to now, we can uh, confirm that more than 680 schools have been affected by the floods. And uh, the delivering of only 98 mobile classrooms uh, means indignity to the learners of Kwazul Natal because uh, uh, when you go on a quest of restoring, the dignity of the people of KwaZulu-Natal, it means that you have to, uh, on a primary basis, consider education. And uh, in this sense, in a country and in a province where uh, the fourth industrial revolution is not yet in full practice, where we say that these learners can stay at home and learn online, uh, it is quite embarrassing. It is uh, really, really and not impressive that it is only 98 classroom mobile classrooms which uh, are being delivered to the schools, the 680 affected schools in KwaZulu Natal. Uh, we do not, uh, we do not, we, we, we do not uh, 
consider this as a wise wise move because uh, there is uh, a budget which is already being gravitated to Kozul Natal for relief, but uh, it looks like uh, the, the the budget is focused only on rebuilding roads and everything. There is no uh, sinister consideration of schools because we 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 speak about a huge number of schools which are affected and a very less a very small number compared to uh, the schools which are affected uh, in terms of uh, uh, the delivering of those mobile services. So we are calling upon the government of KwaZulu-Natal to say that uh, let us make a consideration primarily uh, to the rebuilding of our schools, putting in proper place uh, the standard of our schools because uh, well, as, as much as they are hesitant on delivering mobile classes, they will say that it is for it is on temporary basis, but it will end up being permanent. They will end up neglecting uh, the real job, which is to really rebuild the schools. Douglas, so why do you sound so confident about this? The fact that they will end up making these temporary mobile classrooms permanent and neglecting the rebuild. You sound so confident. It has happened in Limpopo. It has happened in the Eastern Cape when uh, when mobile classes were taken. They, they were taken on a temporary basis. But uh, I don't know what is uh, the term of uh, temporal uh, of temporary basis because uh, for years these schools have been uh, these children have been attending in these mobile classes and here we are dealing with a very serious uh, natural disaster and uh, I, I don't know maybe people will want to uh, take to their pockets what is uh, the real budget uh, which is supposed to be rebuilding so that that is why we're just making a, a uh, we're just sending a warning to say that let this not be on a, t- a permanent basis. Let it be temporary, and temporary must not exceed uh, three months. But now uh, there's so also as- another concern here, Douglas. As much as you're saying the temporary, you are giving them a time frame of three months. This temporary, are we putting these mobile classrooms in the same uh, water-locked uh, 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 school premises, or is uh, the Department of Education bringing in quantity surveillors and all the engineers to check if the land that the schools are built on is still, um, you know, strong enough to hold? W- will not these will these classrooms not be swept away? Should we have another um, natural disaster? Well, that uh, I think is a is a is a question which can be responded adequately by these engineers. If, engineer, if, if engineers suggest that a school was built on a flood line, it means that uh, we need not to go back to the same area. We need to identify a new place, put those mobile uh, classrooms. Uh, and for that period of three months, we must have completed the building a school, like they did with uh, the, 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 the Etiquini municipality, completed the reconstruction of a road, of a bridge in 10 days. So three months is too much. And in those three months, after identifying a new area, they must have built a new school. All right. Uh, Douglas, I'm going to take a quick break and uh, we'll come back. A-teamers, please join in on the conversation. Douglas Ngubeni from COSAS, is the national spokesperson there, is uh, being very open and explicit around the 98 mobile classrooms that have been taken to KZN. I'm just saying, 124 schools that have suffered damage, right? And uh, 72 are still inaccessible. 
only 98 mobile classrooms? If, if I do the maths, I wasn't great at school with math, but I did math all the way. But if I do the math, it doesn't add up. It just doesn't add up. And what about evolution facilities, toilets? What happens? Okay, let's talk about it. 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 0614-104107. SMS is go to 41391. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Hey, teamers, uh, it's still time for our social conversation, and we are talking about uh, the relief that is being brought to KZN, especially when it comes to education. Uh, we're young ones uh, who go to a couple of schools. 124 schools across the province have suffered great loss because their schools have either been washed away or, you know, classrooms have been destroyed. But I know that 72 schools still remain inaccessible due to roads and so on. Never mind that. We have reports that about 57 pupils have died and five are still missing in KZN. So it's a dire situation. Some children are living in in, in, in community uh, halls because they don't have homes. It's a dire situation. And Douglas Ngubeni is talking to us from COSAS. He's the national spokesperson there. And I want to hear from you as an A-team. What are your thoughts? Do you think uh, the basic education's uh, attempt to bring in 98 mobile classrooms to KZN is the solution to make sure that our school children um, still get the, the, the afforded their constitutional right to go to school. 011-714-2006 is the number to dial, or you can SMS 41391. You are more than welcome to also send a WhatsApp. If it's a voice note, keep it shorter than one minute. 614 That's our WhatsApp number. Uh, Douglas, thank you for staying with us. Thank you. Let's go to a voice note from one of our A-teamers. Hello, Pat. Uh, what a nice show. I just want to ask a comrade there, Mr. Douglas, that does he trust uh, our president the way he has spoken? And also, what is his take on the Ultra General of South Africa? Because every budget spending is audited. So what is his take to his action on frauds criminality and siphoning of money across the country since it's like it's related to the ruling party submission wp rams limpopo thank you rams and limpopo uh douglas i'm sure you heard the question and it's 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 uh, it's a very it's a very sticky one a stinging one <laughs> please do respond well, uh, President Sil Ramaphosa was elected by the majority of the electorate, which went and casted their vote in the 2019 general election. So, uh, them electing him, uh, I mean, Parliament electing him as a president to preside over the affairs of South Africa means that uh, the majority of the people in this country um, trust him. And, uh, uh, it, I mean, uh, I am part of those statistics who voted the African National Congress with utmost trust, but uh, we, we we need not to be uh, 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 fearful when we address issues of this nature because we know that uh, our comrades of the African National Congress have got uh, a tendency of illumining their fingers when it comes to issues like this. We have seen during 
a very critical moment when South Africa was faced with a characterized uh, state of 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 health, the COVID-19. We have seen people being millionaires overnight. So we are saying this because because we do not want to see the same thing happening in KwaZulu Natal. That which happened uh, during the relief funds of COVID-19. We, we, we wish not to see that thing happening in KwaZulu-Natal. We just want to see KwaZulu-Natal being uh, rebuilt, more particularly in relation to schools. <sighs> well, it's tough times that we are living in. So with, with, with what's currently happening in KZN and looking at the, the basic education department and their attempts, and I'm, I'm sure we, we should be grateful for the attempts they're making, although the maths does not add up. You as COSAS, what is it that you're going to do to ensure that all our children who need to go back to school, even those in the 72 schools that remain inaccessible, end up going to school. How will you be nudging in the right direction or holding accountable uh, the basic department education? Look, we are an organization which believes in a dialogue. Uh, We believe in democratic centralism and all other uh, 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 conditions which dictate our our, our direction. So what we are going to do with uh, with regards to what is happening in KwaZulu-Natal is that we are going to continue engaging the government. We have already started our engagement through our structures in the KwaZulu-Natal uh, with um, the premier then KwaZulu-Natal. We have uh, started our engagement with the municipality, the Etekwini Metro, uh, through our structures there to say that uh, uh, we we want a, a, a radical approach in dealing with this matter, and to hold the Department of Basic Education accountable would mean that uh, when the, the the Department of Human Settlement goes out to uh, assist uh, our homes there in KwaZulu Natal, the Department of Basic Education should be doing uh, their job. Uh, because they, they they have their own budget, by the way, uh, it is the budget is not only given to human settlement, but there is a budget for Department of Basic Education. And this time around, we are not going to make any mistake. We are not going to compromise. Whether you are an MEC, you are an MMC, or whoever, uh, if you are found, if we find you having child anything, if we we see you gaining weight unnecessary. Uh, we are taking an oath that we are going to move you physically. We are going to trap and loss anyone who is going to be uh, uh, stealing our money and not rebuilding schools this, this time. We are going to do that ourselves. We are going to do it physically. Uh, whether with your bodyguards or not, we are going to move you. If you are an MEC in KwaZulu-Natal and you are listening to this, you must know that you are going to be a victim of uh, physical torture. Douglas, thank you so very much for calling, uh, for joining us this evening. Um, we do hope that accountability will be there, and uh, uh, we hope that all children will get equal opportunity and counselling as well, because it's more than just giving them an education. You need to look after their minds, especially Definitely. since there have been such disasters. We hope to engage with you again soon. Thank you very much.